Welcome to the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, the weekly podcast with your hosts, health coaches, Rachel and Jeff Koltoff. Each week, we talk about the struggles and successes of changing old habits and adopting a healthier lifestyle and the benefits gained. The show includes recipes and tips on what is working and not working for us. The podcast is intended to provide general, non-authoritative information. Always seek the guidance of your doctor or other qualified health professional before making any changes in your diet or exercise routines. Never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast or saw on the internet. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor, go to the nearest hospital emergency department, or call the emergency services immediately. If you choose to rely on any information provided by the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, you do solely at your own risk. Average weight loss of clients on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds weight loss on an average for 12 weeks. If you have any questions, comments, or want more information about today's show or any of our shows, please email us at hosts at healthieryoupodcast.com or you can visit us on the web at healthieryoupodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to today's show. Welcome to episode two of Pursuit of a Healthier You, brought to you by your host, me, Rachel Koltoff. And me, Jeff Koltoff. Yay! This week we'll be discussing Jeff Koltoff's journey to a healthier you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, seven years ago when we got married... How much did you weigh? Seven years ago, I guess I weighed probably about 180, 190. Is that your ideal weight? Probably the lower end of that number, 180, is probably a, a good weight for me. Okay. So you thought you looked good? I did. Of course you do. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome. So in the seven years that we've been married, what happened? I mean, I've noticed that you gained a lot of weight. Yes, I have. I, I think I ballooned up at my largest that I've measured was up to 266 pounds whoa yeah i didn't realize it was that much yeah it was and uh i'd like to eat food who doesn't <laughs> you know unlike yourself i don't have a sweet tooth so it wasn't the cakes and the candies and all that stuff that really enticed me so what, what entices you what motivates you a, a big entree you know go out for a steak dinner for example get a 16-ounce ribeye steak mm. with a baked potato, a green vegetable. That's the way I was raised. You had a protein, a starch, and a green vegetable. Ah, okay. And also have two or three rolls with butter before the entree comes. So you can't ignore the hot bread on the bowl. No. I mean, it's very tempting. It is. It's the devil. <laughs> so I have learned. <laughs> you know, an appetizer might be something fried like fry calamari or uh, onion rings. Mm, love onion rings. Also a very big fan of sandwiches. Love a cheesesteak. Oh, who doesn't in Philly? Exactly. Cheesesteaks and hoagies and It's that Amarissa roll. <laughs> yes, it is. That, that, that's just the key to any good uh, steak sandwich or hoagie. It's the devil. <laughs> Seems like we've come across a lot of devils in our life. Yeah. 
carbs, devil. Yeah, carbs. Same thing. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So would you say you're a carb junkie? Yeah. Or a protein junkie? 50-50. Ah, okay. I, I really like my proteins. I, I like a big piece of beef or, or a big chick, piece of chicken. You know, instead of having a small chicken breast, I, I would rather have two, two chicken breasts. Okay. Chicken parmesan or veal parmesan, which is breaded and fried and covered in cheese and sauce. Yeah, it's yummy. You know, it's it's all good. And even though I may eat half, uh, two thirds, I finish the plate. Ah, okay. So your problem is more portion control. Portion control, yeah. Oh, okay. And part of this journey that we're on together is learning portion control for me. Okay. So what was the straw that broke your back? Several. Several. Okay. Let's hear. <laughs> it's confession time. Yes, it is. One is in, I think it was May, we flew out to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I could barely buckle my seatbelt. Oh, okay. In February before that, we went out to Arizona to see my son. Mm. Looking at the picture of Zach and myself side by side, I realized I'm overweight. Ah, Okay. You know, the doctor's been telling me this for years that, you know, you're obese, you, you need to, to lose weight. Have you tried to lose weight? I have. You know, tr- try cutting back on my portions, hmm. tried eating less sandwiches, worked out with a personal trainer. But the problem there was, would go work out with the, with the trainer and stop and get a steak sandwich on the way home. <laughs> well, you worked off all the, you know, you sweated for what, an hour or two? Yeah, sweated for an hour, but know exactly what the numbers are. Let's say I burned 400 calories during that workout, mm. but I just consumed 950 calories. Ah, okay. So, so it's a net gain. Yeah, it's okay. counterproductive. A net gain in the ops in the wrong direction. Okay. So, what kind of weight loss uh, programs have you tried? Tried weight. Looked at Weight Watchers. Not, never really signed up for the program, mm. but you know, read a lot about what the program does, how to count points, what points are. It just never made sense. Okay. You know, as far as trying to apply it day in and day out. And I looked at a couple other programs and it just seemed like a lot of hocus pocus. It's like, take this pill, add add this to your drink and the weight will come off. It's like, okay, that's good in theory, but okay, so I lose the 70 pounds I want to lose or whatever. What do I do then? Do I go back to eating the way I was before and yeah. back back home those seventy pounds plus? Yeah. So these programs didn't teach you how to eat. No, uh, no at least from what from my investigation into them. That's a shame. It is. Everybody wait, raves about Weight Watchers. And for for some people, it's probably the best program out there. Yeah. But it didn't work for me. Okay. Yeah, those points are kind of. It's hard to keep track of. Exactly. And it's hard to know. Like what you can have and what you shouldn't have. and You know, and, and the program we're on now spells it out very clearly. Would and you say it's more convenient? Yes, it's definitely much more convenient. And easy to follow? Very easy to follow. You're not tempted by the devil of carbs? I wouldn't say I'm not tempted by the devil of carbs. I got to the point in my life where I decided to make the change. That I had to make the change. I equate it to when I quit smoking. As much as the people around me, you, Rachel, of course, was one of the primary, oh, yeah. until I was ready myself to say, okay, I'm done. When did you come to that? 
no, no matter how much awakening be begging or choose or, or or pleading that anybody could have done would have convinced me to stop okay so what gave you this awakening i just decided that if i keep going the way i'm going i'm probably going to shorten my lifespan end of my lifespan is not going to be as enjoyable as it should be you know there's a lot of great things have happened in the last year. I've reconnected with my one son. Yeah. I'm the uh, grandfather to beautiful twins and two step-grandchildren that are absolutely adorable. Mm. I don't want to see them grow. Okay. I, I want to hopefully be part of their life at some point. That's inspiration for you? Yeah. Okay. You know, as well as the biggest inspiration is my wife, Rachel. You know. Me? Uh, yeah, you. Oh, okay. Imagine it. You know, <laughs> we sit here, you know, from the day we got together and got married was we're relatively young. We've got to work for the next umpteen years. But at some point, we're going to retire. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, you know, in talking about it and coming to some ideas of what we want to do, I want to be healthy enough to be able to do that. So you don't want to retire and live at the doctor's office? Don't want to live at the doctor's office. I don't want to... Be bedridden. Be bedridden, you know... That's the worst scenario. You know, I, I look at my father, who carried too much weight most of his life. At one point, his well, he had arthritis in his knees, and the additional weight that he was carrying was not beneficial to him at all. True. That he ended up having both knees replaced. At the same time? No, they did them oh. a year apart. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, that's a big surgery. I mean, today I've heard of some people who do get both knees done simultaneously. Wow. But this was mid-90s. What motivated him to do that, what motivated him to finally do the knee surgeries, the knee replacements, was that he couldn't go up to bed one night. He literally had to crawl up on his backside, up the steps, Ooh. to go to bed. Dang. Okay. And Damn. I definitely don't want to put myself in that position. Okay. Were your knees aching? Yes. Yeah. Well, as a kid, I was very physically active. Okay. I mean, all through high school, I don't think a day went by, rain or shine, snow, sleet, ice, that I wasn't out running, jumping, skating, played ice hockey until I was in my mid-30s. Wow. So, so you know, my, my legs took abuse. Okay. A lot of pounding, a lot of running. So I kind of attributed a lot of that to that activity as a uh, youngster. So you were very active as a kid. Yeah. I guess as I'm getting older, the knees are starting to reflect some of that abuse as, as a child. Ah, okay. And uh, the weight is not beneficial to me. No, it probably puts more pressure on your knees. Probably. Yeah. You know, as we're recording this today, I've lost about 30 pounds. I have not, or the amount of pain in my knee has decreased. Oh. It's not as constant. It's okay. It's more a rarity than it is a, uh, a persistent problem. That's a good thing. It is. So uh, how much did you weigh when you started this program? My first weigh-in was 258 pounds. Okay, it's not too bad. And you lost 30 pounds? Yes. In seven weeks or eight weeks? Yes. Wow. That's a lot of weight. That it is. And uh, you're eating real food? Real food every, every day. I have one very lean and lean meal that's chock full of uh, protein and vegetables and and program fuelings uh, every two to three hours in addition. You like the food? Very much. And it's very easy to follow? Yes. Okay. And it's very convenient, especially for me at work. It's not like I got to stop working and go and prepare something. I have a snack bar, have a have a shake. And, you know, it's just a matter of adding some water and 
mixing it up and drinking it down and okay. you know i can sip on it while i'm working and these fuelings keep you full yes Do they satisfy your hunger i really don't feel hunger anymore oh. you know sometimes it's like uh, i've got an alarm set that every two and a half three hours that to remind me to eat and it's like gee wow it's two and a half hours already <laughs> you know i'm not really that hungry but you eat anyway but i eat anyway okay because that's how the program works, I guess? That's how the program works. I mean, okay. we, I've listened to other dietitians who say that you should, instead of, you know, the American standard diet of three large meals, three times, you know, three times a day, that you should eat six times a day, smaller amounts. Okay. And how many calories are each fueling? Each fueling, they run from 100 to 110 calories. Okay. And depending upon what my uh, my lean and green meal is, at the end of the day, I'm usually somewhere between 850 and 1,000 calories. Okay. That's not, that's not bad. But you're doing this in a very healthy way. Yes. So you're not, t- no, there's no magical coffee beans no. or body creams that you have to wrap yourself up in or? Absolutely not. Okay. You can still drink, you know, your... I know how much you love coffee. Yes. <laughs> I mean, coffee is life for you. If it's not coffee for, for you, it, you know, life for you, I don't know if I trust you or not. Well, you married me, so you must trust me. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, coffee is not my friend. Decaf is, but according to you, that's not real coffee. That's not real coffee. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> no, but I still drink the, pretty much the same amount of coffee I used to, and which is this close to 40 ounces of coffee by 10, 11 o'clock uh, in the morning. Wow. The rest of the day, I drink about another 100, 120 ounces of plain water. Ooh-wee, that's a lot of water. Yeah. want to float away. <laughs> so, some days I feel like I have. <laughs> but I've also eliminated soda from my diet, which really? is just about liquid sugar. True. Even if it's diet soda. Okay, it's not sugar, but... With all the reports coming out about the adverse effects of the uh, artificial sweeteners, and I was never really a big fan of diet soda. Okay, so now that you found a, a weight loss program, you change your eating habits, habits, obviously. How do you feel now that you shed 30 pounds? I feel wonderful. Do you have more energy during the day? I have more energy. Sleeping better? I'm sleeping better. Probably not sleeping enough, but that's just uh, a function of my personal schedule. You know, we're up early with with the pugs Hmm. to get them out, walked, and fed in the morning. How much sleep are you getting a night? During the work week, I'm probably getting about six, six and a half hours. Okay. I, I, I know the doctors recommend closer to eight hours a night between working all day and then responsibilities here around the house after dinner. Learning to play guitar, you know, I'm usually up till 10, 30, 11 o'clock every night. That's a personal choice that I've made. So you're not as uh, drowsy during the day? No. Were you, were you drowsy when you were carrying around 30 extra pounds? Some days, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would take that three-hour nap in the middle of the afternoon at work. No, oh, okay. No wonder you can't <laughs> sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding if my boss is listening. <laughs> Sure you are. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> no, no, but the middle of the afternoon, I would feel sluggish if not tired. 
Were you having a hard time focusing at yes. work and paying attention to what you're doing? Yes. Okay. So weight, weight gain was affecting your function at work. My function at work, my function even outside of work on the weekends. Okay, the weekends are schedule kind of shifts a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we're lucky and the pugs will let us uh, sleep in a little bit later. Uh, you know, so instead of getting up at five thirty, maybe we get up at seven thirty or eight o'clock. Mm. You know, if, you know, assuming that we don't have anything scheduled early in the morning that that Saturday or Sunday. Okay. And uh, but before starting to lose weight, come two two thirty in the afternoon, I was ready for a nap. Oh yeah, me too. It wasn't a little half hour, quick cat nap. No. No, you know, both of us could lay down for a good two hours. Yeah, easily. And then come nine, ten o'clock. Wide awake. Or quite the opposite. Some some nights. Yeah. You know, just not. Uh, it's like you know what? It's ten o'clock at night. I'm starting to get drowsy. You're 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 looking tired. I think it's time for bed. Okay. And good night. And we would go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know, and end up probably sleeping away a good part of the weekend. Because then again, our bodies weren't getting enough rest because we were carrying all this extra weight. That meant the body was working harder to function just its normal resting functions, let alone when we were up and about and doing things. So we were tiring quicker. quicker. Okay. Well, what's one thing about this program that you would try to inspire others to participate in? The fact that I've been able to lose the weight, I look better to myself. Obviously, other people have commented that I'm looking better, that I'm looking healthier. You are. And thank you. And um, just feeling more energetic, not having all the aches and pains I tried to blame other outside forces on. Outside forces, huh? Yeah. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and my back would... Would it be achy? Uh, well, okay. One of the pugs or two or three or all 17,000 of them were sleeping on my back. So that's why my back hurt. You know, my, my knees hurt. One of the pugs was, was sleeping in the crook of my knee because I like to sleep with my knees bent. Ming does like that spot. Yeah, she does. <laughs> well, I'm not blaming you, Ming. Right. <laughs> Actually, I was blaming you, but it was false blame. It was more a function of the excess weight I was carrying. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel as though I have more stamina. Yeah. Um, at work, I'm able to walk two, two flights of steps and not be out of breath by the time I get to the top of the, the second flight. What about this a simple chore like tying your sneakers? Are you finding you're doing that easier now? Much easier. Ah, okay. It used to be that I would slip into my into my sneakers or my shoes and then cross my my leg over my other knee hmm. so I didn't have to bend where now I can sit on the edge of the bed or the edge of a chair and bend over and tie my sneakers or tie my shoes with ease with ease ah, okay because I don't have all this me getting in the way I mean a lot of my weight has been in my midsection typical beer belly where everything was sticking out in front you know I'm just very round in the middle hmm. Or I was. Was I'm, I'm not quite as <laughs> not quite as round as I was. 
I mean, and one of the other things that this program has reminded me of is something I learned back in business school. And that is what gets measured get managed by weighing ourselves once a week mm. and tracking your weight. You're better able to manage it. So Makes that sense. if you go off the program or you, you make a bad choice during the week, you know, one day at dinner, mm. you go out for dinner and instead of ordering a, uh, a chicken breast or, or a piece of fish, you, you get the fried fish instead of a piece of broiled fish. Yeah. And you don't know whether or not that has affected your weight or not because you're not weighing yourself every week. Mm. But here, if you're weighing yourself every week, you see the progress. Yeah. Okay, so I had the fried fish Saturday night with dinner and I had the baked potato, but I stayed away from the rolls and, you know, and, and the fried appetizer. So I'm probably good. But now it turns out that either you didn't lose any weight that week or maybe you put on a pound or two. Ah. Yeah. I'm, I'm measuring, mm. so therefore I can manage. Okay. The management is, I can't do that. Right. I got to make the better choice the next time I'm in that situation. I guess the better choice would have been broiled fish. Broiled fish or, okay. or a baked piece of chicken. Or maybe get that 16-ounce ribeye steak that I love so much. But eat a third of it. Take okay. the rest home, and you have meal, lunch for for the next two days. Or so, if I was new to the program, what would you tell me about it? It works. You have to follow the program, and listen to your health coaches. So, if I was your health coach, I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you, and I would want you to be honest with me. That hey, listen, I didn't do that good this Saturday night. Okay, w- went out had the fried fish, and I had a couple drinks with the, okay, fine, you made the choice. You probably won't see those results when you weigh in this week Mm. that you've been getting up until now or that you're anticipating on getting, Mm. but today's a new day. That's inspiring. There's so much negativity in the world that difficult choice to make to change your life, Mm. you know, even if it is for the better. You want people around you who will support you. So you would say that you have to reach that look in the mirror. Yeah. Like, wow, what the hell happened to me? Yes. How did this happen? Because a lot of people don't realize how they look. Either they don't realize or they don't want to accept it. Ah, uh, so you have to accept it and be yes. accountable for it. Yes. Ah. Okay, so now that you've been eating a healthier lifestyle, would you say that you're craving healthier foods? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Like more vegetables or? Craving more proteins. Okay. But the portions in the recipes that we're following Mm. is enough protein and enough vegetables that I'm well satisfied. Yeah, I still miss the steak sandwich. I still miss the hoagies. But that's a short-term sacrifice that I'm willing to make now to get down to a healthier point you know, in weight and overall physical uh, health. Maybe, I don't know whether I will or I won't, but at some point in the future, I may say, you know what? I'm going to have a steak sandwich this week. Oh. But but that's going to be one sandwich that one week. It's not going to be back to 
okay, I'm going to have a steak sandwich on Tuesday. I'll have a hoagie on Wednesday. I'll have a corned beef <laughs> special on Thursday. You know, yeah. but back to that old routine of the high carb, high fat foods. Okay. If I have to adjust my program at that point, I will. Okay. So if I put on three pounds, I'll work in uh, reducing myself by the three pounds and I'm go back uh, to where I am. So this program has different levels to it? Yes. Okay. So people have options, lots of options. Yes. Okay. You know, and also right now, I'm not doing any regular strenuous exercise. How come? Partly because of time. Okay. Yeah. In bet- between the pugs and work and guitar mm. and responsibilities around the house, mm. there's not much time to go to the gym. So you're losing weight just by eating healthy with no exercise? Correct. Now that's amazing. It is, but the way the program is designed, the fuelings that are provided are scientifically based that you get enough vitamins and minerals and and other nutrients Mm. in addition to the lean and green meal so that you're not hurting yourself while you're in uh, a fat burn stage, which is where I'm at now. Okay. Now, you had blood work done, like, what, a week ago? Uh, two weeks now. And your last, like a couple months ago, you had high cholesterol issues and stuff? Uh, last year at this time, I've been seeing my my physician uh, tw- twice a year, every six months. In October, November of 2018, I had my blood work done prior to that visit. Mm-hmm. And my cholesterol was 213. Ooh. And my A1C was 6.1 oh which kind of put me into a pre-diabetic category oh my again as the doctor has been saying to me for the last several years uh, you need to lose weight of course that's the answer to everything and to, to a great extent it is maybe not the answer to everything but it's an answer to a lot of things <clears throat> it seems like medical issues revolve around weight it, rounds, it revolves around weight diet exercise back in june of 2019 this year my cholesterol did come down a little bit it was down to 181 okay it's a lot better than 183 something like that it's better than over 200 yeah which is ideal again but i really hadn't changed much of my dietary regimen but my a1c had jumped up to 6.3 oh so okay my cholesterol is going in the right direction my A1C is going in the wrong direction. We add that to the issues that I spoke to earlier in the episode about my weight and my not being able to buckle a seatbelt and those type of issues. So it was a lot of things adding up to saying that, yeah, it's time to make a change. Back so, to, to answer your original question, hmm. the most recent blood work, can't guarantee that everybody would get these kind of results, uh, but... My cholesterol has continued to decrease. It's down to 161. Oh, yay. Congratulations. Yay. Uh, And that's, uh, and the doctor was ecstatic about that. And my A1C is down to 6.0. Yes. Victory is mine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Josh. (laughs) That's a West Wing uh, reference for those who didn't catch it. Uh, Well, I'm still above the magic number by the AMA as far as the A1C, hmm. but at least now I'm starting to trend in the right direction. Absolutely. 
And as you know, as a diabetic, the A1C is a number that is cumulative of your last three months' diet. Yep. On the diet, on the program, eating a much more healthier lifestyle for about a third of that window of time. Mm. So I'm sure that in June, when I get in June 2020, when I get my blood checked again, the A1C will even be lower. Yeah. Hopefully at a 5.7 threshold or even a little bit below that. So. Okay. But that's my goal is to get that down below 5.7. Excellent. Good to have goals. Yes, it is. Sure is. Again, it goes back to what you what gets measured gets managed. Right. And a goal is, is a measurement. The way I'm looking at my overall weight goal, I want to get down to about 180 pounds, maybe 190 pounds, somewhere in that range, you know. Okay. I can fine-tune it at that point, but... That's the big goal that I look at far down the road. This week's goal, lose another pound or two. Because if I say, oh, okay, I'm 228 now. I gotta get down to 180, that's pounds. I can't do that. Well, not in one week. That's... No, 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 not in one week, but, <laughs> but that number's so big. Yeah. That it's like, I just can't do it. I give up. No, don't give up. And go back to what I was doing. But no, if I say, in this week, I want to lose another pound or two or three. That's doable. That's yeah. manageable. Okay. That's reachable. It's realistic. It's realistic, exactly. Even though you got a big goal that's going to take you a while to achieve, if you set small intermediate goals that this week, I'm going to have seven lean and green meals. They're all going to be in the right proportion, right weight amounts of, of, cook, of cooked lean. I'm going to drink all my water every day that I, I'm supposed to. I'm going to make that little goal. We'll sit here in six months, and I'll be at my ultimate weight goal. Yes, you will. And, and it's not because I said I got to lose, you know, from the beginning, 70-some mm. pounds. Because, no, that's, most people will say, yeah, right, I can lose 70 pounds. Not. But no, I can lose three pounds a week, two pounds a week, a pound a week. Okay, every week, another pound or two or three comes off, another pound or two. It adds up. It adds up. Yeah. You know, most people just take a look at the big number. That's it. I'm going to be a fat person the rest of my life. Never accept no as an answer. No. I've gotten to that point in my life where no is not the answer anymore. And I found the, a program and, and somebody to guide me mm. who's been through it themselves. Yeah. I can honestly say that I'm also much happier as a person. Uh, I've always tried to be a happy person, a, a, a cup half full type person. But seeing the changes in me and even the changes in yourself, Rachel, you know, just makes me that much happier. Yeah, it does. You know, I... You know, I've got one motto in life, and that is any day that your feet hit the floor is a good day. Absolutely. Since I've started losing weight and feeling better, every day my feet hit the floor is a better day. Nice. Well, thank you for joining us, Jeff. Ah, it was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. As always. Yep. I promised you fun and excitement. Yes, you did, and you're keeping your word. I'm a woman of my word. Yes, you are. <laughs> Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Pursuit of a Healthier You. Hope you enjoyed our little episode here. And next week we'll be talking about yours truly, me. Yay! Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs>
for this week's recipe, if anybody knows me, you know how much I love, love, love fettuccine alfredo with chicken. Even without chicken, it's good. It's carbs on carbs on carbs with, oh, gooey carbs. What could go wrong? <laughs> to Rachel, it's her crack. Oh, yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> However, this is a much healthier version, and the taste is exquisite. You will love this. Uh, let's see. You need four ounces of grilled or baked chicken, sliced or diced, one and a half cups of yellow squash or zucchini when cooked, a tablespoon of olive oil, a quarter teaspoon of dried basil, and for the Alfredo sauce, you'll need a half a cup of 1% cottage cheese, a half a teaspoon of garlic powder, a tablespoon of light Parmesan cheese, a tablespoon of unsweetened almond milk, and a couple dashes of uh, ground black pepper. Now you prepare the squash so that the squash resembles pasta. You know, make, make a zoodle. Or if you, don't, if you can't make a zoodle yourself, you can always buy zoodles in the produce section of your, your grocery store. No, they're, they're not that expensive, and it's delicious. I usually get, like, yellow or yellow and green zoodles just for to have a nice, colorful dinner. You add a tablespoon of olive oil to a medium skillet and heat it up at a medium heat. Add the spiraled squash to the oil until the squash gets tender for about three minutes. Add the basil and additional seasonings, such as salt and pepper and garlic powder, no, whatever you like in there. Put on a plate and set aside. To make the Alfredo sauce, you combine the cottage cheese, garlic powder, parmesan, almond milk, and pepper in a small blender and put that blender on high until it's smooth and creamy. This is where it gets good. After that, you put it in a bowl. You put your Alfredo sauce in a bowl and you put it in the microwave and you heat it up for about 10-15 seconds Take it out, stir it, or, or carefully stir it while it's still in the microwave, and hit it again for another 10-15 seconds until it's nice and hot. But you don't want to overcook it because then the cottage cheese will curdle, and you don't want that. You want a nice creamy consistency. Once that's all done, you place the cooked chicken over the squash and noodles, and pour the quote-unquote healthy Alfredo sauce over it, and voila! Dinner's done. And we've had this once already? Yeah. And can't wait for, for to have it a second time and a third. And Oh, it's in the works. Okay, good. <laughs> Chef Rachel at your service. <laughs> Alfredo Queen, that's me. There you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed this week's healthy recipe. You can find it on our website at... HealthyYouPodcast.com and you can also follow us on Facebook at Pursuit of a Healthier You. Thank you for joining us for the Pursuit of a Healthier You podcast, the weekly podcast with your hosts and health coaches, Rachel and Jeff Koltoff. Each week we talk about the struggles and successes of our changing old habits and adopting a healthier lifestyle and the benefits gained. This podcast is intended to provide general, non-authoritative information. Always seek the guidance of your doctor or other qualified health professional before making any changes in your diet or exercise routines. Never disregard the advice of medical professional or delay seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast or saw on the internet. 
If you think you might have a medical emergency, call your doctor, go to the nearest hospital emergency department, or call emergency services immediately. If you choose to rely on any information provided by Pursuit of Healthier You podcast, you do so solely at your own risk. Average weight loss of clients on the Optimal Weight 5-a-month plan is 12 pounds weight loss on average for 12 weeks. If you have any questions, comments, or want more information about today's show or any of our shows, please email us at hosts at healthieryoupodcast.com or you can visit us on the web at healthieryoupodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue our pursuit to a healthier you.